This is the 4th and 3 Podcast with your host, Nick Stegger! Welcome back, everybody. We are here with another edition of the 4th and 3 Podcast, and this is the Nick is Very Tired episode. Uh, so join with me, as always, are my co-hosts. I've got Andre Alfield to my left. Not tired. And I've got Jared to my right. Most present. All right. Uh, so let's kind of jump in. If you guys have been listening, you guys know the deal. We're going to talk about our teams first. Hop into the uh, week, what is it, week seven? Week seven preview. And then we'll get some more flexi action because there's actually quite a few teams that are on buys this week. Big teams, uh, yeah. With a lot of big time fantasy football players. Big time. Um, you know, most notably the Minnesota Vikings and Justin Jefferson. So we got... Some sort of flexi wide receiver for you, and uh, I got a flexi quarterback for you as well. If you've been mm, riding the Kirk train, tasty. Uh, so, without further ado, AJ, go ahead talk about your six and zero Eagles. I will because it, it feels good, undefeated. I don't think this is going to end well, but you know what? I'm going to ride high while it's happening. Um, during this game, you can't be more excited. Jalen Hurts against that Dallas Cowboys defense. I think this was a, a decision making game. Is Jalen Hurts legit? If he's going to play a top five defense. Can he get it done? We did what we've done all season. We come out in the first half. We blow him out. We look fantastic. And the way we have the run game going, A.J. Brown, good to see. Devontae Smith, good to see. Miles Sanders. I think I was just wrong at a certain point where I was like, Miles Sanders is going to fall off. I'm not saying he was going to be bad, uh, but continues to do damage. And I'll say Boston Scott was back. Kenny Gainwell still going to get some touches, but they are using Miles Sanders to his full effectiveness. Fantastic to see. Wide receiver core. Bunch of Batmans. Love it. On the defensive side of the ball, even better. Darius Slay, monster. Chauncey, Gardner, Johnson, monster. Comes up with two picks. One of them was off a deflection. The other one absolutely earned, laid out. Cooper Rush is not that good. I think he was playing out of his mind, not playing good defenses. But I think we, we took that extra step that I absolutely needed to see. Um, obviously, coming into a bye, well-deserved. Let's rest up. Let's fix some of those issues coming out in the second half. We ha- do have an issue with coming out flat. We can't continue to do that. Eventually, we are going to run to a team, whether it's the Bills, the Chiefs, maybe the Vikings a second time. They're starting to play a little bit better. I'm not worried about the Packers later in the season. But we have to fix a couple of those issues when we're coming out of the second half where, again, we don't necessarily have to make adjustments, but keep what we're doing in the first half. Lane Johnson did leave with a concussion in this game. They moved Micah Parsons over to the left side of the ball, Lane Johnson's side. I think that was a big part of us coming out flat because he was absolutely just destroying us. But when it counted, Jalen Hurts comes out cool as a friggin' cucumber, not affected, throws a dart to Devontae Smith. We go up 27 to 16. Game over. Love to see it. Let's enjoy the bye. Dallas, suck it. I think we called out that the Philadelphia defense was going to be great this year. I mean, there's no doubt about it. I mean, they're one of the stacked, or they're like one like top down from defense, from safeties down to linemen. Like, most above average players. And and we know I've hated <clears throat> Howie Roseman, but that dude worked some magic this year. Chauncey, yeah, no doubt. insane. And James Bradbury's playing out of his friggin' mind. Oh, agreed. Yeah. I mean, yeah, their defense is is stout. I would definitely get probably the best defense in the NFC um, with Tampa. And even Tampa's been rough lately. This loss to the Steelers. Sorry, Ben. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no. No. Congrats, Ben. Congrats yeah, sorry. That. Yeah. All right. For the Packers, I mean, the entire time watching that game last week, you think they're going to come back. You think they're going to come back. Hit, hit. They finally hit Alan Lazard deep, get the touchdown. They're only down by 
I think 13 points at that point, 10 points at that point. And then their defense just cannot stop the run. For some reason, our defense is, if you run down their throat, they can't stop them. That's been the story all year. We've lost to running backs after running back after running back. Granted, the Jets defense does look good. Granted, they're young, uh, which doesn't really give me much faith for them making it for the long haul. They could make a wild card spot, uh, possibly, if Miami falls off. Um, same with New which England. They have. Same with New England. Uh, I still think New England is going to get into the playoffs, so I don't really see that happening. Uh, but coming into next week, I think they got to simplify the offense um, and simplify the defense to where, hey, man, you got to cover your lanes, and that's it. It's not. I mean, I think LaFleur wants to be more complex in how he calls his plays offensively and defensively. I just think simplifying it and better practice. I think they need to have way more intensity in practice. They can have good practices, but they need to be intense. I think they're just going through the motions at this point. And the Minnesota Vikings. Yep. Yeah, sorry. It's weird. I'll say it. it's kind of enjoyable to like see them. Not only, Again, I think the Jets defense is better than a lot of people think. They are the 10th best team against the rush. But again, I sat Aaron Jones for Ramondre Stevenson, which I was like, I had a hard time doing that. Again, ended up being a good decision. But it's weird. Honestly, I just don't think they're on pace. I think Devontae um, Adams is sorely, sorely missed. But at the same time, I think the Packers will figure it out. I think it's going to take a while, maybe miss the playoffs. But again, it's a learning opportunity. You guys have never been this mediocre? No, I, I think we have under Aaron Rodgers a few times, and it's for lack of defensive reasons. Um, I, I wouldn't say it's the lack of weapons. I think it's lack of a, people able to catch the football when it hits them in their hands. Dobbs d- does that. Watson's out. Cobb just got out for several weeks. Um, Sammy Watkins, we don't know where he is. Well, he might be back this week. Um, so it really comes down to use your running backs, utilize them, and don't have them on the sidelines. Like Give them the football. Yeah, I thought honestly, I thought Randall Cobb just snapped his ankle. Well, that's why he's crying. Yeah, but it's saying, not. It's not. Yeah, high serious. ankle sprain, two to four weeks, blew my mind. Yeah, uh, I just think that the Packers need to run the ball. I know that um, you got Aaron Rodgers coming off a fraudulent MVP season. Yep. Um, but two time. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that that time, the time before that, absolutely. Last year, it should have been Brady. It should have been. Uh, but that. They really just need to run the ball more. I think. I think what's going on is <clears throat> defenses. They're not respecting the run because Aaron Jones, your top running back, is getting like four to five carries a game. That's not a way to win, right? And I and I get it. Like Aaron Rodgers wants to do Aaron Rodgers things, but if he's going to complain about not having the receivers there to make the catches, stop checking out of the runs and throwing the ball, right? I mean, it's it's if 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 all of a sudden. They figure out that players or teams can't really stop the combination of Jones and Dylan. They're going to start stacking the box, which is going to let your rookie receivers open up. Right. Like it's just it's this is not rocket science. This is no. this is like basic NFL football. Right. Run the ball that respect the one. Then all of a sudden you can pass the ball. Run to win. Uh, pass a score. Easy peasy. Yeah. Uh, and honestly, that kind of falls on the floor. And then a little bit Rodgers as well. Uh, they're both leaders of the team, even though we know Rodgers is the true leader. Run the ball. Give give your all-star, all-pro running back a chance. And to quote Richard Sherman, run the damn ball! Yeah. For real. So, anywho, moving on, the Vikings, they did beat the Dolphins. Um, this was a pretty big win, I guess I would say. Uh, going into that, uh, I think the Dolphins were 4-1. 
three and two. Three, three and, and two. two. That's right. They Vikings just were two. favored. They went three and one, or then they went three and three after falling to the Vikings. Interesting enough, um, Waddle and Hill combined for like three hundred yards. Uh, but listening to Patrick Peterson this week, um, that was the game plan. The game plan was to let them catch anything that they want underneath. Don't let them run past you, right? So they played a lot of deep zone, and it worked in the end. You know, they really didn't score a whole lot. <clears throat> um, Thompson, you know, honestly, that kid kind of has a little bit of talent, and I'd like to see him a little bit more in the league. He played well um, before he, he did got play, injured. Yes, and then he went out, and all of a sudden, uh, Teddy came in, and honestly, it was kind of a dream. Uh, I kind of thought that we were going to lose at that point just because I was like, that's how this is going to go, right? Revenge game, Vikings luck. Uh, Teddy's going to come in, slaughter them, but he did not. Um, Teddy sucks. Teddy didn't <laughs> suck. Will, no, Teddy sucked in that game. Not yeah, really. He's, he's not looking very sharp. What? What, what, part, looking, of, what part sucked? Dull. What part of him sucked? So I knew. Uh, sorry, so I can name at least one play where literally the Dolphins switched all of their defensive linemen over the right side, and Teddy or all the yeah, I said that right. Teddy just did not make any changes to it. I'll say he actually they absolutely had a free rusher. Teddy just let it happen. I'll say as an NFL quarterback and a veteran at that, you have to understand when things like that happen, you have to make those when it adjustments. Came off on the right side for him. Yeah. 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 Um, that was like supposed to be a designed screen or whatever. That's why that happened. I know exactly. Adjust, I know though. exactly the play you're talking about. Well, I mean, it's Zedaria Smith knew it was coming, so he just put his hand out to block it. Yeah. You know, and they even like looked at each other like ah, I knew. And Terry's like, it's you a Spider-Man did. thing. You know, they're like, yeah, ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, um, Adam Thielen with the second touchdown. Uh, Justin Jefferson, pretty big game, right? Yeah. Hundred thirty yards. Justin Jerry, Jefferson stuff, that, right? Um. I, I thought it was pretty good. Dalvin Cook uh, did not look super hot in the very beginning, but he did break off that 53-yard run. Um, one of the boys here called Dalvin's going to have a pretty big game. I don't know who that was. Uh, so that was at least a positive, especially if you had him in fantasy football. Um, and at the end of the day, whether it's pretty or not, the Vikings are 5-1, and one, and we're going into a bye week, coming back with the Cardinals, which is going to be a relatively decent game, right? I mean, they're they're kind of struggling a little bit, so they're going to try yeah. and get back on track. And the Vikings, they just got to keep running this hot hand um, because the Eagles have three super easy games coming up after this bye week. Theoretically. Um, yeah, I mean, I think every the next three games, I think each team has two or less wins. Yeah, I can play the Steelers next. Yeah, so it's, it's going to be... Uh, it's going to be a tough race, and if, if the Eagles can capitalize, then the Vikings are out of it. But if for some reason the Eagles can't, we really need these wins for the Vikings. So uh, that being said... Good win, Vikes. Go purple. Uh, let's move on to the weekly preview, uh, which, mm, Jared, do you have that up? Uh, I I'm going to pull it up real quick. Hang on one second. All right. So the first game of the week is uh, the New Orleans Saints versus the Arizona Cardinals. Yep. Or the Seahawks. Okay, cool, cool. Um, so we got the Arizona Cardinals versus the New Orleans Saints. Uh, the Cardinals are currently favored by two with the over-under being 45. Um, 45. Nice. Uh, I guess I would TV. have to go. This is super hard. I, I, I mean, I, you have to go Cardinals, right? Because I think they're a little bit more of a desperate team. Um, Saints are banged and, up too. Yes, as I say, with a healthier roster. Um, granted, they just traded for Randy, uh, Randy Rob, Randy, Robbie Anderson, <clears throat> and uh, so they're getting D Hop back. So maybe that's going to spark something. I don't know. I know that if I'm an Arizona fan, I would not want Robbie Anderson on my team because this is a pattern now of him essentially not being a good teammate, which I kind of feel for the guy because you're playing with two bad franchises with consistently bad quarterback play. So that would be frustrating and wearing anybody. I would probably be just as vocal about it. Um, but at the end of the day, it's like 
He complained his way out of the Jets. He complained his way off the Panthers. And now you're going to join the Cardinals, who don't exactly look like a great team right now. Um, personally, I'm still going to go with the Cardinals because, like I said, I think they're just a better roster right now. Uh, but I will totally take the spread and give me the give me the under of 45. Honestly, give me the under. New Call of Duty comes out. That's absolutely going to be an issue for Kyler Murray. He's one of the worst deep ball throwers in the league right now. On the other side of the ball, completely decimated. In my head, I'm going to go with the Cardinals. In my heart, I'm going to go with the Cardinals because the Saints, we have their first round pick. Yeah, I'm going with the Saints. They're in the bird gauntlet. They beat the first two bird teams. This is the third leg of their five-leg bird gauntlet uh, stretch. So they have the chance. I'm taking the Saints in this game. Granted, Michael Thomas, Jarvis Landry, and Marshawn Lattimore are are all out. So is James Conner for the uh, the Cardinals. And so, Dalton also questionable. And so Taysom Hill, if you can play him as the tight end, boom shakalaka. If you play him as a QB, I probably wouldn't. Um, Eno Benjamin, also injured. Yeah, he's well questionable. Yeah, but, he also. But if not, he does play, he's going to be the lead guy. Yeah, and, and honestly, he got 15 carries last week. That and didn't do anything with it. More than Melvin Gordon did. It's also true. Yeah, fair point. Uh, next game, we do have the Chiefs, Chiefs hosting the San Francisco 49ers. I mean, easy. We're all picking the Chiefs. They're on fire right yeah. now. Uh, and the 49ers are still a good team, good defense. Just but like, I just don't think that they're going to be able to keep up with the firepower that the Chiefs have. I would love to see this game if the, if the Niners didn't have their entire defense out right now. Nick Bosa, Eric Armstead. I think their top two safeties, their corner or... Yeah, they are absolutely just decimated every every position. Nick, I rode the 49ers defense. I think you did a little bit of the same. They're just hurt right now. The Chiefs are going to run away with this. Clyde Edwards-Lair probably going to have like six touchdowns against you. So, you know, deal with that. But yeah, Chiefs across the board. Against Chief. me? Yeah. Oh, like in fantasy football? Yeah, he's my flex player. So if you guys don't know this, uh, AJ and I are again playing fantasy football against each other uh, this week and last week. I took care of it pretty easily last week. We'll see how this next week goes. Um or both decimated by the bye weeks. Yeah. That being said, Chiefs are favored by two and a half. Give me the way over on that. Yeah. I think the Chiefs win by like 10 or 14. Easy, yeah. Yeah, like pretty easily. And uh, I'm going to take the over of 47 because like, again, the Chiefs are going to score like 30 some points. The Chiefs are going to score 44 points. You know, and then it you could just, be. Yeah, then you just need Robbie Gould to kick one field goal. You're good mm -hmm. to go. Easy peasy. I'm taking the Chiefs spread for shout. Yeah. Uh, moving on here, we do have the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, they are hosting the Miami Dolphins. Dolphins coming off a hard loss to yours truly. Um, the Dolphins are favored by six and a half. The over-under is 45. This is kind of tricky. Tua's back. At Tua least is, is, back. is supposed to be back. Like, starting. Outside of that one game, though, does that like really change much from the quarterback play? No, it was one quarter, Nick. It wasn't a game. It was that's one a, quarter. That's the other thing. Like, you know, I, uh, that last quarter against the Baltimore, that was unreal, no doubt. Yeah. But you know what? Lightning typically only strikes once. Blind nut or blind squirrel finds the nut. You know, that whole type of a thing. I just don't think the Miami Dolphins are a serious team. Again, honestly, we're in week seven. So, yes, there's always going to be injuries. But, again, looking at the Steelers, they're just – they're dealing with it. Yes, they did beat Tampa last week. I think this is going to be a different story. Tampa's wide receivers are just – they're one thing. Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle are a very different story. If they can prepare for that and kind of have the same game plan that the Vikings did, Ben, don't break. I think it's going to be a closer game. But if Tua comes back, if he's back to form, give me Tua. Give me the spread. Give me the under. Is Minka Fitzpatrick back? Questionable still. 
I'm still taking. I'm going to take the Steelers spread there. I'm going to pick my uh, six and a half. Yeah, six and a half. I mean, I think I I, I think I think it's a four point game, three point game. If that um, both sides, it's a close matchup. I'm taking Pittsburgh uh, money line. Yeah, this is also going to be spread. Well, spread and money. I think Pittsburgh is going to win this game and try to make themselves back to 500 like Mike Tomlin do. This is definitely going to be a a tough game because Dolphins coming off three losses in a row. They really want to break that streak, right? But at the same time, Pittsburgh, now they're probably starting Mitch Trubisky now. No, that can, he, defense, can he pick a practice in full today? Yeah, we'll see who starts. We'll True. see who starts. Um, but this is definitely going to be an AFC matchup probably for a wild card spot. So they're going to be playing hard. This will definitely... Over under? The over-under on this, I believe, is 45. I think that's an under game. I, honestly, I picked the oh, under. absolutely. I still picked right, the spread, we're, we're, but I still picked the under. Like, this is going to be like a 20-17 to 17 game. Yep. Yeah. Actually, maybe seventeen, sixteen type of thing. Could be. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, moving on here, we got the New York Giants. They are hosting the Jacksonville Jaguars. The, the Jaguars are favored Giants. by two and a half. The over under is forty two and a half. Honestly, I don't really know why the Jaguars are favored here. They are. Yeah, the is Jaguars it, are favored by two and a half points. In in. Uh, Miami, I in believe it's in the Giants because it says New York Giants versus the Jaguars, which would imply that they're hosting. Fair. Honestly, within that situation, there's zero chance they're going to be able to to cover Saquon. That dude has came back to form in a major way. It looks fantastic. Yes, is dealing with a slight shoulder injury. Uh, but Daniel Jones is one of those where he's playing in the second half of these games. Just lights out. It's honestly unbelievable. I did not expect any of this. I Honestly, in the, at least in the second half of these games, Danny Dimes is back. The first half, I would agree, still Danny Nichols. But right in the back of an excellent Saquon right now. Daniel Bellinger has been this random little piece. I'll say the rookie They're all tight lines end. good. It is. And I'll say Andrew Thomas. I'll say Jake, the intern. You're right. You're right. But I don't think you're in a rebuild right now. You are in contention, good sir. Obviously, the Eagles are 6-0. Dallas is still behind you. The world is in front of you. All you have to do is beat this game or I guess win this game and, and you got a real shot. So I think they're going to win this game. Absolutely cover the spread. Give me the Giants and the under. Yeah, the over-under is 42 and a half. Yeah, that one's kind of hard. Yeah, I'm not picking that. I'm taking yeah. the Giants. I'll take the, take Giants, the Giants as well. They're winning the Giants close win by games. Three, but like, I think they could. I mean, both teams are like. It's hard to say that the Giants are bad, right? Because they're sitting there like five and one, right? Five and one or four and two. Five, five, and, five one. and one. But like at the same time, you look at the Giants and you just know, know that they're not great. Whereas you think the Jaguars are bad but you know that they're not bad they've dropped right? three in a row you know so table's a good coach this could be a 25 like each team scores 25 exactly points, yeah, yeah. Thing. i think it's i think i think they're gonna score points i just don't i think it's gonna be like right on the knuckle of 42 yeah honestly i think this is crazy and this is gonna be my my crazy hot take but at this moment in time i would rather have in a dynasty league kenny pickett over trevor lawrence I would not. I'm saying that. I'm saying I, I will stand on that anthill. That's that's totally fine. I don't. I don't think Kenny Pickett has done anything to like even prove that he's NFL. I mean, it's super early. He's only played like two games, right? But like, he doesn't look good. Trevor Lawrence either. has played two seasons and has played season season so mediocre. But like, he's this year compared to last year though is better. Yeah. You know, less interceptions. Like I said, he is my fantasy quarterback. But again, this is fantasy. Do I think he's going to come out and win these games, be a clutch player like he was toted to be just this generational talent? Absolutely not. 
And yes, like they they have Doug. It's a brand new system. This and that. Their wide receivers still suck outside of Christian Kirk. But again, they're going to key on that. I just I don't know. I basically have lost faith in Trevor Lawrence and Kenny Pickett. I would take the upside over just like the middle of the road Andy Dalton effect that is currently Trevor Lawrence. Uh, moving on here, we do got the Colts hosting the Titans divisional matchup. This will be nice and big. Currently, the Titans are favored by two. The over-under is 42.5. This one's kind of tricky, in my opinion. Um, both teams are just not super exciting, right? Like You're not excited to watch this game. I'm not, at least. No. Um, if I had to pick one, I think I have to go with the Titans uh, because I don't know if uh, JT is going to be back or not yet. Henry is... Derrick Henry. Um, however, they got wide receiver problems as well over there on the Titans. It's just kind of it's just kind of tricky. You're reading these backwards. It's the Giants are at Jacksonville. Well, I'm not reading them backwards. It's this Vegas site then that is it was not an implication. Right. Say we're because when you say the Colts versus the Titans, yes, that implies the Colts are home. Otherwise, you would say it's the Colts at the Titans, right? Yeah, so honestly, Titans are at home. And even over the past couple of years, that that home differential post COVID has not mattered. It, it, like it it's really mattered a little bit, not necessarily. Honestly, if you actually maybe look the at, COVID like, year, no, but like, but honestly, definitely this year, man. Last year it did not matter. But Nick, I'll say, so you you played Deion Jackson last week, did you not? Yes, I did. Somebody say Deion Jackson was going to be at least a, a like, nice little fill like, Okay, yes, absolutely. Oh, you call that you call that out, AJ, and like that's cool, and you can totally live with that. But also, like that's like not some super secret pickup. But it was still between the him back and up to a starting running back. Of course, you want to pick but up. But they that also kind of picked up Philip Lindsay, and Philip Lindsay was also supposed to be a guy that week. And I was like, honestly, Deion Jackson over Philip Lindsay. Deion Jackson's going to be a guy, but then he got hurt. Mm-hmm. Yes, he did. I just want to like, yeah, I just want to like put on my little cape. Yeah, right no, there it was definitely totally good. Definitely totally good. Um, totally good. Uh, I'm going Titans though. Give me the Colts. Yeah, that's that's tough. Is JT playing? I, honestly, I would say it's 50-50, but I do think, I'll say the way that Matt Ryan played last week, again, he was like, oh, wow, if I target Michael Pittman 16 times, he's going to catch 10 of them. Yeah, Titans are coming off a bye. Uh, Colts just got that big win. I think I'm going to pick the over on the points um, and a Titans win. All right, Jared. Bears-Patriots. Bears-Patriots. What's going on? Where is it at? It's a garbage shoot. Um, I'm taking the Patriots. No, 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 in this. no. Where is it at? I don't. Like oh, no. It's it's the opposite of what you think it is. So every time it says Chicago Bears versus New England Patriots. It's, it's at, at the New Patriots England. Community. Okay. Yeah. Well, good job, Vegas. Your site sucks and you don't know how to do sports. Uh, Chicago Bears at the New England Patriots. Um, if Mac Jones starts, I will take Chicago. If Bailey Zappi starts, I'm taking the Patriots. That's Monday night. Monday Night Football. A, dude, we're getting just the worst primetime games. Yeah. Crazy fact. Over the last two weeks, Justin Fields has finished as a top 10 fantasy quarterback. It's when his I running watched, ability. It's definitely running. When yeah. I watched him, yeah, when I watched him in person, Justin Fields is definitely better than uh, better than he looks like on TV. Which is fair, honestly. But even in that last game, he missed a wide open tight end. You're like, dude, that's embarrassing. But yes, when you see the athleticism, you're like, yes, you are good. And this is what this league is turning into where you can't just be a pocket quarterback anymore. And, I'm, and a lot of that has to do with, like, the defensive lines are just so good now. And being an offensive lineman, they're so ticky-tacky and all those things. Um, but honestly, in this situation, I don't think it really matters. I'm actually going to take the Bears in this. I feel kind of dumb doing it. Yeah. Uh, but I do think that Justin Fields actually can make an impact in this. And David Montgomery, I think he's going to have a day. I think the Patriots' defense is going to feast and get a touchdown. Well, they're known to do that. So, I mean, it's not, it's not surprising. Like I said, I'm, I'm taking kind of like an outlandish stand here, but give me the Bears. 
I'm taking the Patriots. Uh, primetime night. I don't think Belichick loses that game. Uh, if Bailey Zappi's there, I'm taking the Patriots. Uh, moving on here. So, uh, games that we missed. <laughs> Browns at the Ravens. That's a, that's a noon game. Ravens have been up for a majority of the games this week. Just not not a second half team. No, uh, the way Kenyon Drake has looked the last couple of weeks is just putting J.K. Dobbins to shame. I think he was a hot pickup this week. I didn't just because I still don't like having a Ravens uh, running back with Lamar Jackson's running ability and the absolute monster that Mark Andrews is in this situation. Give me Nick Chubb. Give me the Browns. I feel dumb about it again, but again, I'm going to take some stands because why not? I'm taking the Ravens at home. I don't think they dropped this game. Divisional game. I don't remember the last time the Browns won in Baltimore. But I feel like it's been a long time. Well, with no historical data in front of me, I'll take your word for it. But again, I think the combination of Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt is absolutely that difference. Give me the Browns. Six points spread. I wouldn't take that. I'm going the Ravens. Lamar Jackson's awesome. Yeah, I'm going End the Ravens' story. money line. For and, and the Browns' defensive was not the top 10 defense that at least I was expecting. So I, I could be absolutely wrong, and I wouldn't be surprised if that was so. Uh, Atlanta Falcons, Cincinnati Bengals. Taking the Bengals for shows. Yeah, taking the Bengals. What's the spread on that, Nick? Six. I'm sorry. The spread would be six. Yeah, yeah, six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Over under is pretty high. Dude, the Ravens or the Atlanta's been scoring points. Like they, 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 they did sh- last week. Well, they did the week against before an too. Absolutely decimated, just destroyed 49ers defense. I still don't think they're legit. Well, the I the don't. Bengals defense isn't much better. It's better than what the 49ers trotted out last the, week. The Saints put up like 26 on them. I don't care. I'll say, yeah. I'm taking I'm taking Cincy for show. Um, I don't know about that spread. It seems like a lot, but it seems like Jamar Chase is back. See how this site has it worded? New Orleans Saints at the Arizona Cardinals. Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Carolina Panthers. Stupid websites. Like, come on, dude. Like, you just get it right. Yeah. Come on. And it's, is- it's worth noting, I do think that T. Higgins is finally coming off the injury. He had, what, 14 targets last week? Again, the more he gets healthy... Yes, they're absolutely targeting the living heck out of Jamar Chase, but I think T. Higgins allows them to do that. With him getting healthier, that's going to matter. It's going to open up the run game for him. That line hasn't been anything that I thought it was going to be. No, Joe Mixon. I'll say he has not been good. But like I said, I think it takes at least. That whole offense kind of hasn't been good. No. In fact, right now, their power ranking via NFL.com is like five or six. And that is ridiculous, dude. But I mean, that. And I think a lot of. Like they're not bad, but they're not. What would make you think they're a top five team? True. And it's, it's a lot of it's a recency bias where like, this is where they were at last season and they still went to the Super Bowl and they still lost the Super Bowl. But at least within this scenario, yeah, give me Cincy. Yeah, I'm going to take Cincinnati as well. I just think that they have a, I guess, a roster with more stars on it. But, you know, I'm not like super confident in that. I mean, even Jamar Chase I'm not really betting. was I'm not, not, not great. Really was not great last week. Um, minus the last like 30 seconds, he caught like a 60 yard touchdown. Yeah, he's like. Catch and run. Four receptions, 160 yards, two touchdowns. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was just one touchdown. Regardless, though. Yeah. It wasn't until the very end. Um, Moving on here, we got the Green Bay Packers uh, visiting the Washington Commanders. Normally, I would say that this is an easy dub for the Packers, but after the Jets game, I don't really know what to think, to be honest. I really don't. I think that if they just run the ball and take care of it, they'll probably win because they're going to be playing Taylor Heineke. That being said, Taylor Heineke definitely likes to play the Packers well because he's kind of, you know, he grew up 
as a Viking, right? He kind of gets that rivalry, understands the importance of the game. So he's probably going to play with a little bit of a chip on his shoulder. I still, I guess, would be a little bit surprised to see the Packers lose this game. But I mean, at this point, anything's possible. I think, I think this is a get right game. I think the Packers come out of this with an easy win and everyone's like, the Packers are back. And then they'll actually face a good team and be like, oh, yeah, never mind. Again, Brian Robinson's going to get the start. I think he'll finish 80 yards, maybe score a touchdown because they're going to rely on it. Taylor Heineke has been a backup, um, but at least I think Matt LaFleur is going to look at this game and be like, okay, at least within the the Washington Commanders defense, the 22nd against a run, I think they're finally going to be like, oh, Aaron Jones is good. We're going right back to 2019 where it's the free Aaron Jones club. Just let him go. Yes, use Aaron Jones sporad- or uh, A.J. Dillon sporadically. Aaron Jones is your best player on offense without obviously excluding Aaron Rodgers, but just let him do stuff. Or Bakhtiari. Who rarely plays. No, he's out there. It's, he was out there all last I mean, week, but he, he didn't do – No, no definitely not showing. But yeah, I'm taking Packers' money line in this game. Packers historically haven't done well in Washington. Uh, hence, you like that phrase that everyone loves to, to say. Well, but, Kirk just owns the Rodgers. Yeah, I know. Um, so – There's I only would, one I, quarterback in the history of the NFL that's beat Rodgers three times in a row. Aaron Rodgers himself. It's Kirk Cousins. Well, then I'll say, and on top of it, obviously, I don't want to go too into detail with this, but Jim Ursay did just kind of drop a bomb on Dan Snyder. So I think there is going to be like a little bit of this internal argument as far as what's going on. I think the commanders are full of controversy Sell the right team. now. Sell the team. I don't think this is going to be a time where they make this huge comeback against the Packers. Give me no. the Packers. Give me the spread. Yep. Uh, moving on here, we do have the Detroit Lions visiting the Dallas Cowboys. Coming Dak is supposed to come back. Um, yeah, went into that bye pretty darn cold, right? They score a single point. Um, coming back, DeAndre Swift is probably a little more healthier. However, you know, I just can't see the Lions winning this game, and I feel like you'd be a fool if you picked Detroit. You yeah. know, Detroit plays the Cowboys pretty well. But, like, their defense is bad. Cowboys defense is very good. Cowboys offense has been bad. And that's even when Dak did start. Well, that's, that's only one game. C- CD is not flashing. Like I thought CD was going to be an absolute monster this year. No. And he just has not created the separation that we thought he was going to. Well, at least I thought he was going to. Looking at Michael Gallup, yes, he's coming back from the ACL. Has not looked good. Zeke, garbage. Zeke is not garbage. Zeke is garbage. No, he's not, dude. Zeke is a rotting you know, pumpkin because we're at Halloween time. Well, eventually, like if you look outside and you're like 30 feet away, you're like, that looks like a great jack-o'-lantern. You get up close, it's molding, it's turning black, but at least from a distance, it looks good. I know you're being a hater because just because, you know, right? he's a cowboy, but like Pollard is definitely at this point visually better, right? He just yeah, is more explosive for yes, sure. He, he just has that extra acceleration, but like Zeke is still good. Like, like Zeke is still a good runner. Oh, he back. ran for 80 and a touchdown against us. Yeah. So. I mean, like. He had a good week last week, too. I don't know exactly what his stats were. But. Last week was 80 yards and a touchdown. Oh, well, then, yeah, yes. That's what I was talking yeah. about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, he's still got it. He's just doesn't, he just doesn't have that, like, that quick. Going through the line, Pollard's faster. Yeah. But, like, Zeke's still got the experience. He's got the ball carrier vision. He kind of understands how to run the ball, understands how it works, right, right where holes are going to be. Uh, but, yeah, you know, he's just he's 27 now. Yeah. And, yeah. and age you, catches up to you. It does. And honestly, even if you look at it, I'll say Tony Pollard is either going to go for four carries, 60 yards and a touchdown, or he's going to have five carries for negative six yards. Not not a comfortable play, but I'll say the boom upside is definitely there, but the floor dangerously low. 
I don't know about the seven point spread for Dallas. I would not. No, absolutely not. No, I'm, I'm picking Dallas just straight up. I'm going to raw against Trayvon Diggs. Let's see what happens. Could be a high scoring affair. I'm going to take Dallas and I'm going to take the spread. I think they score more than seven or win by more than seven. All it's right. the Lions, dude. Yeah. Uh, well, I was already, you know, I've already fell into that train earlier this season. I'm off that train and I'm not <laughs> hopping back on. You guys can buy tickets if you want. No, but that's, I've never that's, hopped on the that's train. That's not, not me. That's not I was me. on the train. I know you. I I, you're the still train. on the train. We got they the Houston, up, Texans. On us. Houston, Texans are visiting the Las Vegas Raiders. The Vegas, Vegas Raiders are favored by seven. I think they currently have the second or third overall pick in the draft this year. The Raiders? Yeah. Yeah, they're within top five. Yeah, I think it was second or third. But they were on four to start, if I'm yeah, not mistaken. It's brutal. Yeah. It's hard. It's a hard knock life out there, uh, especially if you're paying attention to the Vegas Insider. In fact, that's probably what the Raiders are doing is looking at that Vegas Insider website and realizing, holy crap, why are you paying attention to this? Yeah. This site sucks. Uh, that being said, I really think the Raiders want a win here. I'm taking. I gotta the Raiders. go Raiders. Dude. I'm taking I mean, the Texans Raiders. Texans are awful. Too. Coming off a bye, they just they had a good win going into the bye against Denver. You gotta take the Raiders at home. I think that I think they just score more than ten points over the Texans. I think it's gonna be a high scoring affair um, because the Texans somehow can score points, and Damian Pierce has been a beast. I'm taking the Raiders. But Damian Pierce is not going to be the best running back out there. I hate to say this, but Nick, honestly, Josh Jacobs, when I look at my DFS lineups this week, Josh Jacobs will be in every one of my DFS lineups. He's going to run all over that Texans defense. Josh gonna, is a baller. He's going to absolute monster Stevens. This is the only time I'll ever use Josh Jacobs in a, like, at really any four of Yeah, never, I think two weeks ago you said he was bad. I still think he's bad, but he's I think not, in this though. game... In this game, it is perfectly set up for him. They don't have Kenyon Drake. They don't have somebody behind him. They're going to run the living heck out of the ball. Devontae's still going to get his, but Josh Jacobs is going to be the decision maker. I guess, yeah. We'll we'll decide this game. Josh Jacobs absolutely should be in lineups. going to have a monster week. Josh is a baller. For sure. Top 15 running back. Only because you know some other newbies have come come to fruition, yeah. Uh, but yeah, Josh is Josh is a baller. I'll go Raiders too, just because the Texans are awful. I'm not going to take that seven point spread though. No, uh, the New York Jets at the Denver Broncos. Give me the Jets, dude. Give me the Jets. I think the Jets win That's by like weird. more than three. Brees In Hall Denver. is awesome. He's so good. He's awesome. Yeah, yeah. You know who's not awesome? Melvin Gordon. No, no, he's not. Latavius Murray though. He's not bad. Dude, he, he's still got some gas. Latavius Murray has always been what he has been. Yeah, he's like, been he around. Doesn't look, he looks exactly how he did like six years ago. He's not exactly. flashy. He's going to run down your throat. He's going to pick up four, five, six yards every single carry because he's, he's just going to be a bowling ball. Yeah. yeah. Like that's all he's going to be, but he will pick up yards. Yes. The Denver Broncos. Frank Gore a little bit. Yeah. Honestly, it's, it's not flashy. He's not going to be that cut guy, but he's just going to run directly into you and he doesn't get hurt. It's just, I mean, that's the case. I'm, I'm taking, I'm taking Denver mile high. No, you could taking the win right here, mile high, baby. Let's ride. Let's ride. Let's ride. So off of the Broncos, I, I just, they're so bad. I can't even, man. I can't even. Did uh, say I don't want to take too much time on this, but did you guys see the story about how the Seattle players had to get a hold of Russell Wilson because he doesn't give out his phone number? What a loser, dude! They have to get a hold of his manager to schedule a call, and this is the the Richard Sherman and uh, Marshawn. Lynch podcast are talking about this. They're like, I don't have his phone number. They have to call his manager to schedule a call to actually get Russell Wilson on the call. Honestly, Russell Wilson, you're an absolute, I, I don't even want to say on this podcast, but dude, you're just a loser. 
Like, you are uh, such a bad, cringy human being. I am 100% off you. I, God, I hope – I hate Russell Wilson. But I have one question for you, AJ and Nick. You like that? You ever done anything dangerous? <laughs> he hadn't seen that video. What? Uh-huh. He didn't watch it. I was quoting that video to him. He's like, what are you talking about? I'm, I'm not going to lie. I still haven't like, watched that video. Watch- I can't believe you, dude. This is like not just football. This is internet meme stuff. Like you have to know this, you boomer. Like, come on. Maybe if I uh, see it, I'll know. Back, getting back to Russell Wilson. It's cold. I do want to say, yeah, it's just like that, dude. Like that, that was not quite that big, but equally big. Yeah, I know I just contradicted myself there. Um, anywho, I like cold. <laughs> growing up with Russell Wilson, I honestly I always thought he was overrated because every time Seattle was good, it's because they had the Legion of Boom. And yeah. then once that went away, uh, see the Seahawks stopped winning as much. You know, they were always like kind of relevant. So I'm not saying that like Russ was ever like a bad quarterback, but. I, I always thought he was a little bit overrated. You know, and he's um, always had he good did, wide receivers. He just had those like. Like he would never play really good, kind of like Kyler Murray, where like he would never play very good, yeah. but he was super clutch. And when they needed it, he would do something like spectacular, right? And then people would all of a sudden be like, "This is the guy. He's mobile. He can throw the ball. Look Dangerous. at his force, you know." And it, yeah, exactly. And it's just this Russell Wilson is finally kind of showing what Russell Wilson has kind of been his entire life. Yeah. Granted, I think his passing is down this year. But not down that much. He's never really been that prolific of a passer. I know those right. last two years, you know, everyone's like, let Russ cook, right? Let, well, we're letting Russ cook. And he's serving up like grits and burnt steak. onions. And, yeah, it's ugh. not good. He's yeah, like a know. vegan cook. Or no name a, steaks. Yeah. Like, no, thank you. You know, Russ sucks. Russ, play better, man. I was so high on you this year. I think we all, honestly, at least I had the Broncos. I'd say I had them in the playoffs sorely, <laughs> I had sorely them winning, I think I had them winning that division, like 11, 12 wins. Now they're going to be lucky to hit eight wins. You yeah. Know? Uh, that being said, that's every single game this week. We hope you guys took some sort of value in this. Um, and then uh, that being said, we're going to come right back with some flexi action because I think we got five teams on buys. Four. One's the Vikings. Four. One's the okay, whatever. Four. One's Vikes, the Vikings. Eagles, Rams, the Eagles. Bills. All right. There you go. Stick around. And fourth and three. So you lost to the Jets. You lost to the Jets, Jared. How's it make you feel? How's it make you feel? Tell me. All right, everybody, let's jump straight into the flexi action. Uh, you know, so your three heroes are back. So we're back to normal. We all pick a position. I'm taking wide receivers. Uh, Jared's got tight ends. And um, AJ does have running backs. Uh, I will go ahead and start. We're going to give you two picks each. I'm going to go ahead and start with one that I think is somewhat kind of obvious. Um, I'm going to go with Josh Palmer. So right now he's playing with uh, Herbert, right? Good passer. They have a lot of wide receiver injuries right now as well as uh, in their tight end. And coming up, coming back with that, Josh Palmer was just targeted 12 times. He had nine catches for 57 yards and I believe a touchdown. No, no, sorry, sorry. But he did force a fumble on a defensive play. And that's huge. You're playing defensive play, play, right? Um, either way, he's getting volume and that's what you want, especially if you have, say, someone like Justin Jefferson or Adam Thielen or A.J. Brown or Devontae Smith, right? Yep. Look at Joshua Palmer. He's going to be a little flyer for you. Put him in the flexi position. He's available in 70% of leagues, so there's a good chance he's sitting there on free agents right now. Uh, that's the guy that I would play this week if I had to. Yeah, my tight end of the week, going back to the green and gold, Robert Tunyon. 
Big show up last week. Uh, 12 targets, 10 receptions, broke the Packers' single-season uh, record in a game for most receptions by a tight end. They're missing Cobb. Dubes doesn't really have the best hands. Watson. Dude, he's a player on your own team. Romeo Dobbs. I know. Dubes. I like the. I like to say dubes. It's more, way more fun. I'm sure you do. Uh, dubes. Uh, going Robert Tunyon. Robert Tunyon is a lock of the week for me. Uh, personally, I think he's going to get at least seven targets, six receptions, 60 yards, potentially a touchdown. But six points is valuable. No, I dig it. Uh, so I'm going to go with my one. I wrote with him last week. I've already prefaced this. Ramondre Stevenson. I do not care whether or not Damian Harris plays. I'm just going to preface that. Whether or not he does, I think Damian Harris will be more of like that secondary ball carrier. Ramondre Stevenson has proven he is a fantastic running back. Bill Belichick loves to run the ball. Again, I played him over Aaron Jones last week. Yes, it did work out. But again, they're playing the Chicago defense, the 27th best. So I guess, you know, one of the top five bottom teams against the run. Give me Ramondre flex. Honestly, it could be an RB2, depending on how you draft it. But Ramondre Steven, absolutely a lock in your fantasy lineups. Going into week seven in a week where you're missing some very, very good players. My uh, my last flexi is going to be Paris Campbell, wide receiver for the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, so he's available in like 98% of leagues, which typically means he's not very good. Uh, however... He was just targeted, uh, I believe, 11 times. He caught seven of those balls for 57 yards and a touchdown. Uh, they're going to have to do something against the Titans. And coming off um, 11 targets, you got to imagine he's probably going to get probably, again, 5 to 10 next week. I mean, 11 might be pushing it. Uh, but <clears throat> going against the Titans, it invites the passing game because I know the Titans right now are 31st against wide receivers scoring right now. Uh, so if you also can't get your hands on Joshua Palmer, I think Paris Campbell would uh, be a nice little shot in the dark, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I'm up next. Person I'm looking at. So this is kind of a, a dirty pick, but it's uh, Trey McKitty for the Chargers as well, Nick. Everett is questionable. Trey Mc- McGitty. McKitty is what his last name is. That's his easy tight end for the Chargers. Oh, okay. Sorry. I, think, yeah, I for, thought you were talking about Trey McBride. No, I was like, uh, that's not the right no, team. No, no, no. For the Chargers. Uh, Gerald Everett's questionable. Is, so is um, Parham. He's also questionable with Donald. concussion. Donald Parham. Super so he's going to be the only guy out there. Keen Allen might still be out, but they're playing Seattle. And we all just saw what Ertz did against Seattle. He just went off 10 receptions, 90 yards, beast mode. They're the worst against the tight end in the league. All right, I'll say, are we going to go three? You just want to keep it at two. Let's keep it at two. We're going to keep it at two. Um, honorable mention, Rashad White. They're playing a terrible defense. Just note that. Otherwise, I'm going to go Travis Etienne. His usage is absolutely going up in this game. They're not playing. Yes, they're playing the Giants. But again, when you're going to come to a, a receiving team and the Giants are just going to take that time of possession, they're going to wind it out with Saquon because Saquon's an absolute friggin' monster. Give me, give me Travis Etienne. Honestly, I think the more Doug starts to focus on actually kind of these these short little short passes, give me the screens. I think Travis Etienne, absolutely over 100 yards from scrimmage. I'm not going to say rushing as Jame Rob uh, still exists. Travis Etienne should be in your lineups, but a flex player. Not bad, guys. You got any honorable mentions? I mean, I don't. I, I say, I'll, I'll give one more because honestly, running back is going to be a – I won't even say it's thin this week, but you have some hard decisions. Brian Robinson, yes, they're going to play the Packers. But they're playing at Washington. He is getting all of the carries. J.D. McCassick will do all of the receiving work. So I think more in a standard league. But Brian Robinson, 80 yards and a touchdown this week. Let it happen. I like it. 
Alec Pierce as well to bounce off your wide receivers. I dig it. Yeah, I was actually, I was, I was, see, I was, I couldn't decide between Pierce or Campbell. I went with Campbell ultimately because he's much more available. I'm pretty sure Pierce is scooped up in most leagues. Yeah. Um. So I, I didn't want to give him out. So yes, if, uh, if Alec Pierce is available, I would go with him. He caught a late touchdown and he really seems to be coming on in this offense. Uh, but with Campbell getting the 11 targets and being available in pretty much every league possible, that's why I went him. Uh, but Pierce is good, good as well. That being said, I don't have anything else for you guys. We will be back next week with the same old song and dance. Vikings will be back. Eagles will be back. Packers, we'll see if they're back. They got a big game this weekend. Uh, that being said, this is Nick signing off. AJ, peace out. Jared, adios. Big Mac, Logan, Greg, Now go!